what's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to yet another, another, yes, we're still doing this, another episode of the Men Like Us podcast. Um, as always, I'm your host, Chris, Big Chris, labeled on the uh, live stream here. Um, and, you know, I start every show out with this offering why the fuck I do this. Um, for those of you who are new to this, if there are any newbies here, um, this is a podcast made for men who are attracted to trans women, date trans women, love trans women, married to trans women. This is a podcast for us, by us. And, you know, this is a judgment free space where we can hold honest conversation. Men out there, you know, brothers out there who are, you know, struggling with themselves, with yourselves out there, you know, this is definitely for you. Um, I do this show for men who are trying to understand, you know, a lot of things within themselves. Like, am I gay? Am I the only one? Am I, am I weird for liking this? What's wrong with me? X, Y, and Z. There's a lot of lost guys out there who just need a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of help and a little bit of conversation to kind of jumpstart their growth. So, you know, guys, we're doing this for you. My heart is with you always as somebody who used to be you. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing this for you. So please, 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 you know, support, listen, share with other guys. If you know any other fellas out there, ladies, share this this podcast with other men that you know. Uh, and we know y'all know some you know, some fellas out there. Don't act like you don't know nobody. Please share this kind of stuff with your trade. Help them grow and, and grow beyond just being, a, you know, dalliance of yours. But uh all right, without further ado, actually, well, something else I got to offer is the trigger warning. Today, you might be triggered in a way you've never been triggered on the show before, because we are taking it back. We are taking it old school. So, you know, if y'all don't know, this is not my first podcast. I did a podcast with um, my longest, oldest trans amorous friend. Uh, his name is Eric, and he's here. So, you know, we're bringing back the Trans Talk for Men podcast for y'all live tonight. God damn it. Let me bring my homie in real quick. What's going oh, on, man? Holy shit. There he is. <laughs> that. How's it going, buddy? Good, uh, good. From the past, it's a little Trans Talk for Men reunion here. And of course, being from Trans Talk for Men, I didn't think I'd be on camera. So I look like a fucking mess. Um, so. Yeah, I didn't think about my appearance that much either tonight. From <laughs> and I just... Went so, down and got live. Yeah. So, yes, Trans Talk for Men is here. There we go. There, 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 oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing good out here, bro. It's, um, you know, I, I'm getting back at this podcasting thing with a renewed purpose, you know, and, and a new understanding of who I'm doing this for and why I'm doing it. So, you know, it, it always helps to have that kind of focus. So, you know, as always... We are men who are here in a community to support other men. Indeed, so we're here for the yeah. brothers. You know, we are here to help guys that nobody else gives a fuck about, including a lot of women in the trans community. So, you know, we are doing our thing, man. So I, I, I want to jump right into this because I know we're on, we have limited time here. So a little bit, but yeah. So, you know, today I really wanted to share with everybody, you know, why, men in the men, men who are trans attracted, trans amorous, whichever term you want to use. Um, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, before we get to the topic, I have to promote one thing. 
Go for it. Promote. Let's away. promote some shit. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody, please, please, please help out my friend Anastasia. Uh, she needs help from the community. She, we need to, everybody, please, please, please chip in to keep one of our sisters, you know, off the streets. Cause we all know for a lot of uh, trans women out there, you know, homelessness can mean death and it, it is just not a good situation. So please chip in $20, $10, $50, whatever you got, please help out. Um, however you can. Um, but it will be appreciated. Anastasia is a very dope dope uh, member of the community. I, I definitely fucks with her and I support her. So everyone watching this, listening to this, please, if you're listening to this, search Anastasia Survival and Housing Fund. If you can't find the campaign, it is listed in the bio in my, in the trend. I'm, wow. <clears throat> Almost went to the trans talk for men, but it's listed in the bio for the Men Like Us podcast page on Instagram. So go to the Instagram account of the Men Like Us podcast. There is a link in there. So please, community, as we're here for, support motherfuckers. Throw some dollars her way and help. And, and you know, just, just help, help a sister out. You know, she's a very dope person. And I would love to see community come together to help, help out the special individual. So um, I think that's all the promotion I got today. Um, Eric, did you need to reset your camera? Uh, I mean, it's just gonna it's just gonna keep crashing. So I'm oh, okay. gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it off. For you guys, so <laughs> yeah, Sorry, yeah, guys, I'm cool with it. You don't get to see my handsome face anymore. But if I want to, <laughs> if I can piggyback on your promotion uh, a mm -hmm. little bit, yeah, guys, get out there, give any money that you can. Any amount helps. Uh, any money that's going towards Anastasia to keep her off the street, keep her safe, um, keep her healthy. We'd hate to read about her in the paper. We don't want her to become a statistic or anything like that. So get out there, do your damnedest. Um, Absolutely. Even, even if you don't know or think about if it were your girl, you gotta, you gotta put yourself in that headspace. We gotta come together as a community. So that's it. That's all I had. So for that, Hell yeah. I, just wanted to, I just wanted to piggyback because I want to ride the coattails. Um, there it is. Nope, that way. Yeah, see, I, know, I, I couldn't. I couldn't see, the, last, the last video of my camera was I couldn't get my friggin' fingers to go in the right direction because I don't ever use the camera, and then it froze. So I just look like a buffoon. So I <laughs> for sure. And if y'all that don't know, this is the first time me and Eric have hopped on the mic in a year. It has been. been it's been a year. Wow. And you know, for also for those y'all, like I talk about you, man, on this show, mm -hmm. and you know, I talk about you on this show talk about you on pretty much everybody's show whenever they ask me how the fuck did you get here mm -hmm. because you know eric is my oldest friend in this community and he's the one that really jump started my growth out of you know a hyper dl state mm -hmm. um you know eric is the one that has pushed me every step along the way to be fully open and, and, and live in my truth and without him uh, I would just be, I, I would be the person I was throughout my twenties, which was, you know, a guy that just watched trans porn and never really interacted with anybody in the community. Um, so, you know, I want to just talk about our friendship a little bit because I think it's important to highlight why men in this space need community. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And, you know, we met on Tumblr Back when that was cracking, before they Back when it didn't suck ass, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before they shut it down, yeah. But I remember I got a um, what what was was the account trends talk for men? It, well, or it was I, I know I thought it was it something may, like that. It, it may have 
been where we met. I had a couple accounts on Tumblr, and that's really the one that took off a strands talk for men. The other ones were very trigger warning e and i don't know that i will list them but uh, well yeah let's not let's not yeah let's, i'm not going <laughs> to but, um, um, but before trans talk for men yeah i had a few of them but i, mm-hmm. I kept I, I would cycle through them throughout the years uh never really knowing what to do with them or what i wanted with them until i sort of uh came up for the idea uh came up with the idea of trans talk for men so i believe it was either that tumblr or my previous one which i'll just leave unnamed mm-hmm. for now but it was the same if it was the previous one it was the same concept as trans talk for men just with a different name mm-hmm. um and it was before i even had the idea for the podcast or anything like that it was just simply uh well i mean if you if you'd like chris we can wind it all the way back and i can tell you just the from the very beginning how i got to that tumblr page and how you and i started talking if you'd like for me to wind it back so uh no we can just we can keep it at uh it's starting to trans talk from in Tumblr yeah. page because I think right. you know the community aspect of it is I know that's a really good part of the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I made that Tumblr page uh, because um, I felt lonely. I felt alone. I felt unheard, unseen. I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anybody else that had the same tastes as I did. The the same attraction to trans women that I did, and I felt isolated. It was something that I felt like I couldn't speak to my high school friends about and uh or anybody about i didn't know anybody that knew anything about trans people i had never encountered anybody that had spoken about trans people at least not in a positive light of course there's always the you know uh transphobic joke and things like that but nothing that was so positive reinforcing saying that this was okay and i felt strange and like a freak and etc like that so I, I made this trans talk for men page and I, I reached out with the specific purpose of hey i cannot be alone it's a big fucking world out there 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 has to be somebody else out there that has these same feelings that i do the same sense of attraction and there was this douchebag named chris or something like that he stumbled <laughs> into my dms uh and he was just, oh, man, you tell me about how I was gay and how I was a terrible person and how I was going to hell. Oh, wait, no, wait, that was a different guy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so, yeah, Chris, you you stumbled you stumbled on you stumbled on in and we just got to chatting, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. So we, we just got to chatting mm-hmm. to begin with. We spent a lot of time messaging back and forth about our similar interests and then we change or we exchanged um uh was it playstation yeah or was it facebook okay yeah because i don't really have a facebook i mean i have oh yeah but it's garbage um i haven't (laughs) i haven't updated it in eight years so uh but uh no we we exchanged playstation usernames because Uh i play games all the time and you play games all the time and we figured well, what the fuck? You know, we'll play some games. We like chatting to each other online. We might as well play some games and see if we like, you know, hanging out and shooting dumb shit. And in my case, usually getting shot more often than not. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's that's where I remember it starting. Uh, you want to pick up anything? Well, or- it really, it was this trans talk for men account like had DM me and. Um, yeah. And a part of this whole thing really is for me, 
and I, I say it in a lot of my earlier shows that like, you know, when I was out there looking for other men like myself, who mm-hmm. at the very least were just attracted to women who were trans, um, all the other guys I found out there were like older guys and they were like really, all they could talk about was porn. Mm-hmm. And they were like very grotesque in their in their conversation. And, you know, eventually I just grew to avoid men who, you know, who, on, uh, who, who said that they like trans men. Like, I didn't, I don't like talking to, I didn't like talking to other guys like that because they, they didn't have any conversation even for other men beyond porn. And my gosh, look at the breasts and look at this and that. And it's just like, okay, so can we talk about like video games or sports or like, do, do you have any other aspects of your personality other than this grotesque porn monster <laughs> that you are? And so eventually I just, I, I mean, I know it's bad out there for the ladies when I don't even want to talk to a lot of these guys. So I understand how bad it is out there, ladies. I know you agree in, in how terrible men are, but, um, you know, I, I gave this account a chance and then it really blossomed into us being like having really good conversation and just sharing and just, it wasn't like, it, it was like I was talking to an actual human being. And that was a first for me because everybody else, like it was, it was just horrible. Yeah. Well, I would <laughs> say even beyond good conversation, yeah, it started with good conversation, but it blossomed into becoming friends. Yeah, uh, for it, sure. It it, 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 there was a friendship there. There was, mm-hmm. there was more than, it was more than I'm not alone in the world. It was, we have common interests. We are, yes. we are friends. And it, it was always, it, the original thing was, do we have this common interest? And then it blossomed into something else from there, mm-hmm. which um, is fantastic mm-hmm. because, you know, we've talked to tons of guys, Chris, you and I, that yeah. we, we share that interest, but it doesn't always become a, a friendship situation. And that's not to say that that's bad or unfortunate. It's good to know that there are other guys out there that you can even talk to about this one aspect without necessarily having to be friends with them. But it's always nice to find a friend, to become yeah. friends with somebody. And it was just refreshing to like, because up until that point in my life, all of my conversations were very filtered. Mm-hmm. And there was just this one part of my life I couldn't share with any of my friends. And like, it was just so liberating to not have to filter that and not have to like hide that part of myself from anybody. Like we we talked about more than just women, but you know, we're sitting there on PlayStation doing our thing, just having chats. I'm telling them about, you know, the job that I was working in at in Denver at the time and TV and whatever else. And he's telling me about what he's doing and telling me about his girlfriend and all sorts of other shit. And um uh yeah, it was it was just a really liberating conversation with no boundaries, which was like new and it, it was just so freeing. It was so it was such a load off and like it's it's just having somebody to talk to about this kind of stuff is just like yeah, it was just it was new, and, yeah, and knowing that I wasn't the only one, but I was there was also a normal person like right. me. <laughs> right? Yeah, not only a normal person, but also being able to live your truth, live it outside of that filtered mm-hmm. um, conversation sphere that you had beforehand. Making making it that you know when somebody talks about 
this just popped into my head. So you're going to have to bear with me because I think she's like 50 now. But like if somebody was talking about how hot Jenna Jameson is and it's like, yeah, I agree that she's pretty, but I don't really watch her porn. And then they go, well, why don't you watch her porn? And that's kind of where that conversation cuts off where you don't really talk to your buddies about that, where it's nice. And this, and I understand that what you're saying isn't, it's not all about that sexual aspect, but we mm-hmm. could, we could agree on, Oh, Hey, you know, have you seen the new Bailey J video that she put out on her only fans or whatever the fuck only fans was back? What? Four years ago or five years ago or whatever. I don't know. Um, but, uh, um, it's it's nice to be able to have that sort of that wiggle room, that leeway, that that acceptance that you can be open about that because guys do talk. We 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 talk about that shit the same way that girls talk about that shit. And you and I used to talk about this before, and we've talked about it on Trans Talk for Men too. Is that girls? We know how you guys talk. I mean, I live with a with a woman, and I hear her on her phone all the time talking about you know this guy or that guy or whomever she saw, and it's like guys are no different. And that aspects of like, oh, hey, just see this hot picture or that hot picture. And it's nice when it's unfiltered. It's nice when it's real. It's nice when it's uh, non-judgmental. But beyond that, like you said, there is more to that where it's a regular conversation with a regular human. And it humanizes the experience. It humanizes the person. And it also humanizes. It makes you feel more human yourself. At least it did for me. It makes me mm-hmm. feel more human in that I'm not bizarre. I'm not so different i'm not unworthy of um whatever whatever that may be friendship of compassion of Mm -hmm. uh interaction with people and of course i say that now to you chris to everybody listening having been dating and living with trans women for years before you and i even met i i say Mm -hmm. that having lived the life i still felt isolated i still didn't have any male camaraderie there i had my girlfriend at the time who's now my fiance but it's it's there there's no male camaraderie there where i I didn't feel like i could really talk about it like i could look at her and know that yes i'm in love with the trans woman and yes it's okay and there's nothing wrong with that but there's nobody else to talk to about Mm -hmm. it i'm who who am i gonna am i gonna sit her down and go hey did you know that i love trans women and she's gonna look around and go what? That's a surprise to me. She's like, I've never met a trans woman before. Um, she's like, I don't even know what that is. And uh, <laughs> then we have to go through it. And then we got to talk about the slang. And she just, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Natalie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, nah, she'd be like, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, you know, Natalie would absolutely. I'm surprised, yeah, she she didn't, I'm surprised she didn't bust in through the door right now and go, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's his fiance, by the way. Yes. Yeah. And uh, just in, case it, up names. <laughs> in case it isn't abundantly clear, she is very much trans. Um, yes. So, yes. Uh, but yeah, man, um, those conversations really like we were having great conversation. We we're just like, yo, I, I, I think, again, this was your idea as well. You were just like, yo, this should be like a podcast. And I'm like, yes. And literally, like within a month, we were recording our first podcast episode as two trans attracted guys kind of i, I kind of at that point we i kind of felt like we were in a bubble where we didn't know anybody else but each other nope. and we just started talking because it was like there's nobody else out there talking like there are no other voices nope there's nobody like nobody's making media for us and we're just going to start doing the shit 
and we just did. And, um, you know, there was nobody else we could find to talk to out there. So, yeah, I, I don't remember seeing any podcasts about it. I remember doing preliminary searches on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I even remember when I came up with the idea, I was actually on a road trip to where Mm -hmm. I was going. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Apparently the road (laughs) trip wasn't that good. Um, but I was on a road trip and I was actually in the passenger seat. Uh, I was taking my driving break and I plugged in my headphones and I started listening to my podcast because what I do is I listen to podcasts all the time. I listen to podcasts every day. Um, I listen to them at work and I listen to them sometimes when I'm home alone, you know, when I'm not doing anything, like I just plug in and I listen to podcasts constantly. And I remember listening to the podcast and the podcaster was talking to his audience. And I was thinking about that. And I'm like, why is it that he, I'm like, this podcaster sharing his experience mm-hmm. with his audience, whether or not they have this experience or not, but he has a platform and he's sharing this experience. And I'm like, and I also have this experience and I have a friend who has this experience. Why not reach out via podcast? Why not go out on the air? Why not see if we can speak to people who need to hear what we have to say. And uh, yeah, so then we just started, I remember recording the first, um, doing our first test recording, not even the one that went out yeah. at our <laughs> at my kitchen table and just having nothing but tech problems the entire time. <laughs> it was fantastic. Not that I have ever stopped having tech problems as my blank screen shows, um, but uh, because I can never not have tech problems, but yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I remember doing that and sitting there and, and you know, the, the show really blossomed from there. So, yeah. And um, we, we like what we talked about, that show was like straight up locker room talk. Like, ladies, oh, if you think so. this, if you think this podcast will trigger you, that one, we we were completely unfiltered. But then again, we were in a bubble like we didn't know anybody else. So was nobody else say, hey, we were. Like y'all should not use that language or you probably shouldn't share these things. But it was just like, if you really want insight into the male mind, uh, and when I say the male mind, I would say the mind of a lot of men out there because even us at that point, we were still farther along than what a lot of men are out there. Um, But we were having honest conversations. So it was just like, yeah, you know, I, I think one of my favorite clips was like, well, A, I loved... I love the uh, when we were talking about size queens and I don't even know how we got. Oh, oh and we, we did talk about chasers. We talked about size queens. Uh-huh. Um, and I love the first episode that we had your fiance on. Yeah. Um, she was absolutely I was just laughing because if y'all don't know, go back and listen to it. It was pretty much just her just like just being a fucking character and and. Eric is just like, oh my God. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just, 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 just stop. A, just her being a pain in the ass. And I'm like, hold up. And I'm like, I'm trying to do something here. And she's just coming in. And she makes me think of like the, the first thought that popped in my brain was like old Russian wife. Like, oh, duh, let me tell you. And she just goes off and on and on. And I'm like, holy moly. I'm like, just, I'm like, Natalia, let's, uh, let's slow it down here. But, um, uh, yeah, she was she was fucking hilarious, but she's always hilarious. Not to mention that her and I constantly bicker, um, <laughs> so uh, that that always adds a little bit of spice to it. But yeah, talk about locker room talk right there, and that's the thing is that we didn't really shape up our language even a little bit until the late teen episodes. Um, 
Yeah. But, you know, if for anybody that's going to go listen to them, and they're still out there, and you absolutely should, mm-hmm. uh, you just got to remember that those first few episodes, like Chris said, I think you said it the best is that we were in a bubble and that we didn't have anybody just really inform us that what we were being was gross. But also at the same time, I would argue that none of that sort of grossness comes from a place of malice or hate it was just simply you and i talking you and i mm-hmm. shouting into the void at the time and having only four people listening so it's like yeah. it doesn't really matter uh, i can i can shuffle through four different emails that's fine you know mm-hmm. i can press delete four times i don't have any problem with that um but uh yeah it was just sort of us shouting into the void and really really just getting out there and just being whatever was in our brains at the time and for sure but we were sharing honest thought like we were just like why and and a lot of the reaction i wasn't react like right now i react from my personal experience with women in the community Mm -hmm. and i know a lot more people i have have way more conversations with women i have way more interactions with women in the community at that point i had zero and i was largely reacting to what i was seeing on like twitter and just the kind of conversations Mm-hmm. that women were having and posts that they were putting out on Twitter. I'm like, why are they talking about it like this? Like what, why is this so important to these people? Mm-hmm. So it was just a whole, whole ass thing. But um, yeah, it wasn't because I did love our porn it. awards. Was, wasn't Natalie was on for that. Was, yeah. One, New was Year's. Yeah. The new year's we had our porn award show. That was fun. That was fun. That was really, if you're, if yeah. you're easily triggered, <laughs> I wouldn't listen to that one. I, I quite enjoyed that episode. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it was, I, uh, but here's the thing for what the show was, you know, and I'm gonna put the logo up here again so people, you know, this is what the fucking oh, show God, is. is. Ah. Trans Talk for Men, that's oh, the logo. Um, you know, I, I still have, I still, I, I know women today that are like, oh my God, I love your podcast, but you know what? I still. I, and I also love Trans Talk for Men, and I still send men to listen to Trans Talk for Men even today. Like I have, I, I know a few women that are like, yeah, yeah, it's it, it it can be a little cringy for me sometimes, but that's how men talk, and that's some real shit that you guys are saying on there, and like there's appreciation for it. There really yeah. is, um, yeah. you know, packaged messages that are political and palatable and all that shit. Um, you know, it's a part of the politics game, so you don't get canceled, which is something that we learned along mm-hmm. in the process. But um, it's not exactly the best thing in terms of accomplishing the goal, which is reaching men and, and, and getting them to listen to conversation that they're interested in. You know, mm-hmm. listening to things in a way that they would say it, which is why at the beginning of every episode on this podcast, I give a trigger warning because. This is real, like, men talk. We're going to say what the fuck we're going to say. Mm-hmm. We're not going to repackage it in a way that's going to be nice for everybody. Yeah. So, it, yeah, there's that There's that learned experience from when we first started. And it was, yeah. also, it was also, we were coming from a very specific perspective that would absolutely be difficult for people who, for trans women who have gone through transitions, who have mm-hmm. dealt with shitty men, who have dealt with transphobia and hate i can understand that would absolutely be difficult mm-hmm. to listen to which is why i said earlier that none of what we say comes from malice it just comes uh, from it just comes from our lived male experience it wasn't supposed to be a judgment or anything like that and i don't mm-hmm. think that's what you're saying but it's just nah. it's interesting and it's interesting how that works out and how that can come across and plus 
when we made it, it was like supposed to be just listened to by guys. Not to say that we didn't welcome yeah. anybody, but we didn't think any fucking chicks. Would be we were not there. prepared for female but listeners. Not at all. And then we all of a sudden had female listeners. And I'm like, hold up. I'm like, have you read the synopsis of the show? Have you met? Like, have you listened to half a minute? Like, what are you doing sticking around? I'm like, I'm like, girl, you, you're tougher than I am. I don't know. I don't know that I could do it. So yeah, but I mean, look, but see, here's the reality of the situation. Even now, um, that show communicates with men on the level that they're at more than maybe even the show I'm doing right now does, because there's a lot more men where we were in the beginning of that show mm-hmm. than where we're at right now. Like, I think it's really a lot of times people don't truly appreciate where what the state of the male trans attracted community really is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dudes out there who are just trying to come to terms with themselves. They're very basic and very in the beginning stages. And like us, there were a lot of guys that there's a lot of guys out there that think they're alone. Mm-hmm. think there's something wrong with them. They're trying to figure this whole fucking thing out. And it's just like, I mean, that, that show is for them. It brings them in. It doesn't, you know, we're, we're not demeaning. We're not saying you have to use this language. You got to do this and that. Now, we did do that a little bit, but we oh, were okay. informational. But we did it in an informational way with our like, we did a whole episode about like terms that got that people should know. That was one of my favorite episodes is terms. Yeah. People should, terms people should know um, mm-hmm. what you should know when getting into the community, how you should use your terms. Because, you know, even like you said, even to this day, uh, on the rare occasion that I'll get on a message board or Twitter or scroll through stuff like that. I still see things where people say stuff about how they want to date a trans uh, girl and how they really are attracted to trans women. Of course, they don't use any of that language. And my first thought is, yeah, not going to work that way, buddy. Like uh, you might want to reassess your tactic because it's not going to work that way. Um, Oh, it's still bad. You still got guys out there using the S word. And um, it's really, really bad out there because there's this Facebook group that somebody invited me to and I just joined it. It was like, you know, looking for love or something, some group mm-hmm. where it's just a bunch of like, it's it's women on there, but it's a bunch of weird old dudes saying, hey, I want date with S word. Kind of like those DMs that we used to get. Yeah. Yep. Where it was just these random ass guys saying like, uh, it was just, it was horrible. But yeah, well, and that's and to, put yeah. The, to put it another way, to put it a way that, uh, maybe is a little easier to understand, which is mm-hmm. like there's you you can't go along in life and go, you know what? I could use some black friends and then show up to uh, you know a, a hangout with a white robot. It's just not going to work, buddy. Like try again. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, um, it's it's it was it's pretty much you know Sean Hannity showing up to you oh, know a, 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 a black barbecue thinking he can interact with with any old kind of way without any rules or decorum that's that's (laughs) sean hannity's fault because he's missing out on some bomb ass barbecue because he has to be a racist twat waffle all the time (laughs) like don't get me started on sean hannity because now it's going to be political because fuck that guy very little Um, absolutely i would say fuck you very much but i did think that fucking is a good thing and no he gets nothing (laughs) he gets no love zero across the board no 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 booty can't have no booty him and his fucking (laughs) Um, so um actually so that 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 show that we did with the labels or not the labels with the terms that you should know 
I think the most surprising reaction that we got was from a young trans woman that was like, you guys taught me so much. <laughs> like there was so much in that, in all these terms that you guys were saying that I didn't even know. And I'm a trans woman. And it was just like, yo, uh, that's dope. Like that, I, again, we, we never planned on the show being listened to by women. And then yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? Trans why women you- actually learning from us. Yeah. I'm like, why are you here? Don't listen to this show. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you learned, but get the fuck out of here. But no, not really. Um, yeah. Well, you know, shout out to Taylor. We love you. Yeah. Hey Taylor. Um, <laughs> She better be listening to this shit, but uh, right, I'll be I'll be disappointed if she's she not. But yeah, um, uh, yeah, you know that was just one. Taylor's young as shit, so yeah, she was um, like twenty know. at the time. And that a lot of that information just came from fucking years of accumulating information mm-hmm. on my end from just creeping around online and being weird. You know, starting at like fifteen when I when you get that warning of like, are you eighteen? <laughs> tentatively press the yes and then i'd have to like look out my window for the fbi because i thought they were going to show up i'm like they know i'm not 18 but uh, that's where <laughs> every I learned kid all presses that. that one that's that's where i learned all that shit from so well hey i want to bring in um we have mike and mike on the line with us too and um these are both guys that actually I guess they found me through trans. Like they knew me from Trans Talk for Men first. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so, one Mike on, and there's Mike? the other Mike. There we go. They couldn't pick so, less confusing names. So <laughs> we just got Mike and Mike. I might as well yeah. change mine to Mike. Man, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Mike Biggs, you were t- we were talking before the show, man, and um, yeah. you know, just tell us about you know finding the the Trans Talk for Men podcast and how that was for you. Um, it was at a part of my life where I just, um, I'm really honest some, I wanted some more information in general, like, um, on the surface, there's like a certain view of what trans women are. And I knew there was something more to that, but I wasn't entirely sure where to look. So I went to, you know, Facebook here and there, you know, just Google and shit. But then when I went to YouTube, I eventually found a video I forget what video was the first one I watched, but like when I found it, it was like, so I'm not alone in this shit. You feel me? Like it it was like, weirdly enough, it was like a a surreal moment because it was like for years I had this like internal thought, like, am I just a crazy one? Am I the only one feeling this type of shit? You know what I'm saying? And when like I... I saw the videos and y'all were having like real discussions about this shit because where I come from, you just don't talk about that shit. You know what I'm saying? You keep that shit down low. You don't talk about it. You die with that shit. So, and I wasn't really the type to kind of keep that shit down. And I talked about it and I was open about it, but I didn't see anybody else talk about it until y'all. So when I found that video, I felt like I wasn't alone in the world as far as this was concerned. Mm-hmm. And that shit was real. <laughs> that shit was real. Like I appreciate that shit for y'all making those videos because it was a part of uh getting me to the point I am now. And um I wouldn't change it for the world. Like real shit. Wow. It's dope. Because I met a lot of dope people, including y'all, but like I met some women over the years and um especially after spending a couple of videos and shit, but like uh like I really got to know so many women 
that I never would have had a chance to. And it's mm-hmm. like, I was like, damn, like we have some of the realest conversations. And I'm like, I have more realer conversations with these women <laughs> than the people I usually associate with on a daily fucking basis. So I was mm-hmm. just like, I think it's needed. Like people need to talk about this shit. We gotta have like uh, conversations and stop making it such a stigmatism. Cause it's like when, when you make something so like, I don't even know the word. When you're afraid to talk about something like taboo, really harmless, yeah, it's like when you make something that's harmless seem like something so bad. Eventually, people are gonna wonder why is it so bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't. I don't even know that I would call it a taboo. It was. It was in a lot of ways. It was dangerous to talk about mm. this sort of thing. Mm. And yeah. a lot of the experiences mm. I've heard from other men was there was da- there was real danger involved. Real danger of losing your family, of losing your friends, of losing your community or your living space or whatever that may be. You know, I've talked about it multiple times about how I benefited from, you know, very liberal parents, parents that I knew would be supportive. And I didn't tell them fucking shit for a long time. I'm like, I'm not talking to you guys about nothing, but I knew that I would at least be safe in my experience. And that's not the case for everybody. And it shouldn't be dangerous. Something so innocuous, something so, Mm -hmm normal something so natural should not be wrought with danger and that's mm. unfortunate um but and you know what we knew a guy that um and we're obviously not going to name him but we knew a guy that was like yo i can't be public about this because like it's going to endanger my job mm-hmm. like he was worried about losing his livelihood just living in his truth yeah his name was also mike Fuck that <laughs> <laughs> Yo. That's what we're doing. Everybody's mic. <laughs> no, but actually, I could I could vouch for that. Like in the South, like when I was living in Georgia, mm-hmm. like it was very dangerous if you came out as anything remotely related within the LGBTQ plus community. If a job found out, they could fire you because mm-hmm. it's right, it's right to work. So it's mm-hmm. like we don't agree with that you're gone um you know people down there are very are still very fucking redneck so you know like they have their little issues with every community that's not cis hetero white conservative yeah Um, yeah it's well you know mike uh mike brooklyn i i live in oklahoma now and i do see that and you know things have probably changed since Back when you were talking about, but even I see it moving from the north to the south. There is that, there is that difference. Now I live in. Um, I'm talking. I'm talking about just in 2020. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, 2020. I mean, that was what was that? Seven years ago. Um, but yeah, no, and that's and that's the thing is that um, it it is. There's still that. There's still that culture around. Like I live in Tulsa now, and Tulsa is large enough that it's liberal enough, but. Um, some of my work takes me out to the countryside and yeah, that's a, that's not a place that would be overly friendly. I am certain of it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, actually Mike Brooklyn found us through or found me through this, through trans talk for man podcast as well. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's so many dudes <laughs> that I like, I fuck with now that like, they just came out. Oh yeah. Hey man. So yeah, you're trans talk for men. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the same thing now, but, I got this group and, you know, it's, it's just interesting that, you know, even though we haven't done an episode in a year, 
Mm-hmm. Like people are still coming out like, yo, but that was a good show. Or I liked it. And it's like, but you know, that show, this show, these shows are necessary. These podcasts are necessary. And, you know, um, and, and, and I think, you know, to a lot of the naysayers out there in the trans community, you know, you need to understand that you can't cure, you can't cure cancer the same way you cure a cold. Right. So, like, while you're using NyQuil to cure your cold, for us, the solution is different. Mm-hmm. So, like, marching in the streets is, like, me and my one trans amorous friend in Houston, us walking down the street is going to accomplish nothing. It's a weird march, too. That's yeah. <laughs> but, you know, doing these shows and reaching tens of thousands of people, having thousands of hours of our shows listened to, and spreading out across the internet and all that stuff. We're reaching so many more people. And really with a lot of the guys who need to hear our message, they're not gonna be standing out there on the streets. We need to get to where they're at. And this digital medium helps us get to the men where they're at. You know, this digital medium helped us get to Mike Biggs, helped us get to Mike Brooklyn, mm-hmm. helped us get to some other guys that I know out there who I w- we would have never reached marching in the streets and, yeah. you know, doing the whole activist thing. Like, that's not what is going to help. So, you know, the guys that are out there, the young guys who are who haven't done the work to reconcile their attraction with their masculinity, they're still freaking out. Like, am I gay? I don't know what's going on with me. Those kinds of guys that might freak out and do something dangerous or, you know, might even just harm somebody in the community by just, you know, ghosting or, or, you know, doing something unseemly. You know, I think this is really one of our best tools. Digital media is one of our best tools to reach those guys. Absolutely. You know, um, I think that's really a big piece of the solution. And I wanted to talk about trans talk for men today just to really highlight how important these, 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 these podcasts and these, these things we're doing digitally, these support groups, all this stuff is very important because we're reaching so many men. Now, Eric, you're my first trans attracted trans amorous friend. Mm-hmm. You're the guy that got me into this. Mm-hmm. But we have never met in person. Nope. But we're we going. We have never met. We are meeting in person next month. Uh, yeah. Been but friends for years. Never nope. met in person once. Never met in person. Um, <laughs> my my first in real life trans amorous friend, which is mm-hmm. Jules. Hold on, Eric. This guy right here, Jules Ray Winfield. Winfield. Um, we have been friends. I, we haven't even been friends for a year yet. I think it's mm-hmm. coming up on a year pretty soon here. Mm-hmm. But like, I haven't even had an in life, real in real life, trans amorous friend for a year yet. Mm-hmm. So like, this organizing and like trying to do things in the way that trans women do it, it's not going to work because we are largely an internet mostly disconnected community like a lot of us we're not meeting each other we're uh, a few a few guys are coming to houston next month and we're gonna have our first little you know get together but um you know largely a lot of us don't have friends to go out with like i before this past year i didn't have a friend to go out and go to clubs or go to hamburger mary's and like a dude that likes what i like and we both going out looking for the same kinds of women you know, a lot of times it was me going out with my with my friends who only dated cis women and like, all right, well, um, y'all go do your thing. I'm going to just go do my thing. I'm going I'm to catch y'all later. Like, I just have to dip out or just sit with, hang out with them all night and put myself around the kinds of women that I don't want to be around, really. Yeah. Um. 
so you know it's it's I'm really just putting all of this together to show how important these digital communities, these digital broadcasts are to 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 really reaching men and helping men understand they're not alone and creating community because men need community. We're not we're human. We need people to connect with. We need to feel like we're a part of a community. And you know, that's part of the problem when you're trans attracted and you haven't had that conversation with your friends, you're fearing being exiled from your community circle. One of the things that I got when talking to Eric, when I first started talking to him was like, yo, I have a friend that I can share this with now. Like I have somebody in my pack that I can like, my other friends, I can't talk to this, talk to them about this kind of stuff. Like that's not what it is. So, um, you know, it's definitely, you know, all this stuff is, is just really important. And ladies listening to this, watching this, please, do us a solid, share all of these, this podcast, the Trans Talk for Men podcast, share it all with all the men you know, share it with your trade, share it with the guy that you know that hits you in the DM. If a motherfucker comes sideways at you in your DMs, send him a link to this shit, like spread this out because y'all are our real partners in this and women, y'all can get this stuff out there in a way that us men, we just can't. We couldn't do it without them. That's for sure. Absolutely. Wouldn't want Absolutely. To Wouldn't want to either. Well, you know, and it does. Well, I do want to say that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in your cases, Mike and Mike, um, it is. It's an honor to hear that the show Chris and I started, you know, brought you guys here, brought you guys talking, that kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know, made made you guys feel a sense of community. I mean, that that's what I hoped for. And. Um, the fact that it did that even even to two people is more than I could have asked for. And that's that's amazing to me. Um, so, you know, it's just super cool because I know I've not I've not been on here. Men like us uh, on men like <laughs> us. And I've not I've not had this conversation, even though I know that it's a big forum conversation and stuff mm. like that. And uh, I also if I if if I may, Chris, I, I do want to <laughs> say that the, the trans talk for men podcast it didn't stop for any uh because chris and i aren't friends anymore because we don't yeah chris and i can <laughs> hang out and do shit all the time it stopped because well, it's it's set for a various number of reasons but it also stopped because i got a promotion at work and i now work around the clock like i have to work tonight um and uh it's not it's not because it wasn't it's not because I was angry at Chris or we were angry at each other. Nah. Or it was falling out. None of that shit. It was just simply that I got too busy. Um, my, my life just really ramped up in a way that I didn't expect it. And it was hard for me to sit down for two hours and get a show out. So that's sort of why that ended and also why I've been a ghost. But uh, that's not yeah. to say, I, I just want to get that one out there. Not that one clear that. No, it's, it's good. I started my own brand, but it wasn't me kicking my friend to the curb. We still fucks with each other. We're still friends. I'm here. Still boys. I'm, I'm, I'm not a cat. <laughs> right. Uh, so. But uh, yeah. Do you need to. I, I, I do. And I can give you guys about five more minutes and then I do actually have to get, get to work. So, so um, one of the things that we wanted to do also tonight, since we're just going to, I wanted to jump to some shenanigans in the DMs. Well, let's do actually, that. Um, oh, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Um, just on the trans talk for men aspect, mm-hmm. the one thing I do want to say is like, 
even though I was open about my attraction for a little while, you know, before mm-hmm. I really found your podcast and everything like that. No, you weren't. Um, no. Nah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> tra- transparency. Oh, there oh, you go. Uh, that's it. I'm logging out. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but yeah, basically when I found your podcast, I found it because, um, I was trying to find trans related content on the podcast world because similar to Eric, I listened to a lot of different podcasts. Um, and I found Marsha's plate and I heard Z mention this podcast, but not necessarily putting the full name out, Mm -hmm. but I ended up like searching up, like through the different trans talk, like podcasts and everything. And I found this one. And it's just that the the way you guys really broke down a lot of things as far as being like fun and informational at the same time, it was something that I was able to really relate to, you know, because let, let's face it, being in, in Atlanta, you don't have a whole lot of guys that are open about their mm-hmm. attraction to trans women. That's DL central. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so like me being a New Yorker and like being kind of open about who I'm attracted to and not really giving a fuck what people think really down there was very hard to find. So mm-hmm. being able to listen to a podcast where you guys were openly speaking about it, I was like, yo, like, why can't these motherfuckers be like here in the ATL? Like, <laughs> man, I wish <laughs> it was warmer than it was in Michigan. I'll tell you that much. I would have rather been there, but, um, no, I, I'd rather deal with the New York cold than deal with ATL at this point. <laughs> I mean, in a lot of ways, I agree, but in a lot of ways, I hate being fucking cold. So, um, especially because yeah. I work outside. So, <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, yeah, I'm sorry. But, no, you know, you're good. I, it, it, <laughs> hey, I, I, you're not interrupting me. Um, so, I just want to make sure that I give you guys as much time as I possibly can because, like I said, it's an honor to be here and talking with you guys. So, yeah, for sure, man. And these kickbacks, you know, I would say, um, you know, something else that kind of helped uh, speaking about things that help because, you know, I talked about the podcast and, and you know, the Facebook groups. Um, this group called the Trans Supporter Brotherhood. That was when I really first started to meet a whole lot more guys like, like myself who are, you know, guys that date women in the trans community. And that was actually where I first started to interact with men who are married to women in the community. And that really kind of changed things up a whole lot as well. Um, and, you know, we used to do these Zoom Zoom meetings in the group there. And, uh, and, you know, just having a group of dudes just to kick it with and just be open with is just, ladies, I know y'all – Y'all just can't really know how it is. Like, just I have to keep this thing a secret and not have anybody to talk to. Even when you're not secret, you still don't have anybody to kick it with and like really be honest with. Like that shit is. It, it is. It is so relieving to be able to just talk to other men that you see as your brothers. Like, oh, and them niggas just like me. It's all good. Like. It ain't, well, these are all just weirdo, like, closet cases living in their fucking mom's basement and shit. Like, no, these are regular motherfuckers. They got jobs. They got lives. They all got their own spot. Like, it is it is what it is. Like, we good. So, not that that's the only criteria I judge people to hang out with me, but it's just like, I could relate to the dudes in that group compared to the people that I found in the past on the internet. So, like, yeah, these little communities, it's dope. But, you know, again, we're a mighty few. Between both groups, we have maybe 
250, 240 members? Maybe, but we're growing. And yeah, I, we are growing slowly, but we're getting there. Yeah, and that's that's what's important is spreading that word, getting it out there, growing. Um, I want to, in my last couple minutes before I want to go, let's get into one DM shenanigan. Let's do that. <laughs> okay, let's see what we got for DM. So I put out a call on the on the show's Instagram account asking ladies to send their worst DMs. Um, I was looking for more shenanigans and chicanery, <laughs> but you know, I came across some some of them. Some of them were just downright nasty, which was just not like nasty, nasty. Like they were saying some very mean and awful things. But this one really kind of this one really was guys do not call women if you don't if they don't know you video chat ended video chat started video chat ended video right chat started, you just keep ended, calling like what the f- that's and then and then the explanation is hi yeah <laughs> so my phone goes off 17 different times and then i get a text that just goes hi uh, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're a woman or not. It's like, who the fuck are you? And like, I don't <laughs> owe you any money. Um, like, that's and I love that. After, why are you calling me? Why are you calling me? I don't even get a high end response. You'd figured he'd just respond with hi again, at least. No, he just um, started no, he calling just, again. He just does video chats again. Like, what a crazy individual. Like, dude, have a little bit of class. Like, you don't have to be. You don't have to be the smoothest of people to say hi how are you or hi what's up or hi i like your fucking instagram uh i'm the person who constantly shows up on all of your instagram messages with like the 17 hearts next to all of your pictures even that one you accidentally took of your shoe like (laughs) you could just be like hi i'm that guy as opposed to 17 different fucking video calls christ Uh, almighty and you know for a fact he had his dick out in his hand on one of those (laughs) like most likely also i'm just gonna say this about dm shenanigans and shit just because we are attracted to trans women does not mean that if you're a guy that we are going to be attracted to you Mm. so dming me or dming somebody like trell or chris or something like that and then saying that, oh, you know, you're a top and you're into the T word, but also men, whatever. Like, we, we don't necessarily appreciate those DMs. Uh, yeah, I guess we can go there. But <laughs> there are some shena- DM shenanigans on the other end. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, Trell told me he received a DM or two like that before, but then I received my first one the other day. And mm-hmm. it's like this, like, I have friends that are of the G part of the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. but we're not dating because they know mm-hmm. I'm trans amorous. They know I'm attracted mm-hmm. to trans women. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it's just that like, you know, if you, if you watch this podcast or you listen to my podcast, then you know, like I'm a trans amorous man. I'm not part of the gay community. Sure. And you know, um, before we get to any other DMs, it really is, um, uh, so my my worst one was this woman like she just came off like super grotesque and very sexual and I'm like hi hello I'm a human would you like to address me as such would you like to give me the same amount of respect that you would expect a man to give you 
Please do so. <laughs> if you want to continue this conversation. She didn't. She came in. Hey, daddy, what's, what's going on with that dick? This, this, and this. You know, let me get a picture of that dick. Let me see it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, lady, I don't know you. And we're not even friends or connected. Like, you coming up in my DMs like this. Chris. Completely disrespectful as fuck. And I'm like, dude, I don't know you, man. I'm not going to send you a picture of my dick. Eric, Eric would have sent it. Oh, say, oh, say, yeah. Chris, Chris is so much more of a gentleman. That's that's why I'm laughing because Chris is over here. He's like, I am a human being and I have feelings, and I'm like, I'm a sleaze. I'm like, send the pics. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm like, and Eric am... would like Eric would send a picture of somebody else's dick. That's <laughs> yeah. what he would do. Yeah, he would do that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, he totally do that. Absolutely. I'm, I know my friend. Yeah, yeah but, you know, <laughs> um, so like, yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> Yo, I'm over here falling. I don't pretend to be a fucking saint. Um, so no, but I mean, a person like that, you you don't deserve the real thing, anyways. But it was just like I'm done. Uh, in in the words of uh, my friend OG Yoda, Mr. Troy Kennedy, uh, you know, the thirst is real on both sides, and to act like the thirst is only one way toward from men to women is not um, realistic. It's not reality. Well, I would say it might be a lot more, but it's still there. You know, um, a lot of guys out here get a lot of different DMs. And look, it's it it was just so sideways. And it was like, okay, well, she's pretty. And maybe I want to talk to her. But like the way she's coming, I can't have a regular conversation with you. All you want is that daddy, this and that. I'm like, I ain't that. Okay. I don't even have that much money. Or at least I <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> See, the way my checking account. And my yeah, yeah. Like, you're, like, hold up. Up. you're like, hold up, hold up. That's the picture you should have sent is your checking account was zero. <laughs> she would or have Wells Fargo account is empty. <laughs> or or you, you, you could have stole a line from Eric's wifey and steal the line from Kevin Hart and being like, See, the way this chat is set up, I'm about to talk to you never. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding about that. Um, speaking of the wife and work and stuff like that, guys, I do have to bounce. Um, it is oh, a talking to you guys. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully, I can make more time to be on soon again and have my camera working. Who knows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> all Thanks right, for everybody. joining us, bro. Hey, Chris, it's, uh, been, yeah. uh, it's been great talking to you. Mike, Mike, it's been real. Yeah. Um, yeah see, you, see you in a few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. See you guys yep. soon. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Mike, uh, you will definitely meet Eric uh, here in Houston in, like, three weeks or a month. So, um, let me see here. So, yeah, you know, like, that that, 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 um, DM was something else. But um, this other one, well, what what does this one say? Oh, yeah, that one. Um, This, people talk like this to, to trans women, apparently. Um, absolutely fucked up. I mean, look, I put the call out for the worst that they had in this definitely qualifies as the worst. And it's just like this right here goes to show how fucking horrible men are to trans women, especially on these dating apps and not even just social media, just on these like dating and hookup apps like they absolutely grotesque. Absolutely grotesque. And it's just like the, the kind of language that guys are using out there is just uncalled for. 
So ladies, please know that this podcast understands how fucked up shit is for y'all out there mm-hmm. and, and how much shit that you have to drudge through just to find a decent guy who's willing to uh, communicate with you like a fucking human. Like, I'm not I'm not an all men are shit kind of guy because I'm a guy. But, you know, I do understand that there are a lot of dudes out there that ain't that's just on a whole lot of bullshit. So, like, it'd it be shit like that that women get, man. And it's just like, you know, we just need to, like, round up a posse and just find all these dudes and start breaking some legs. <laughs> like, this is or, not how you talk to a woman. <laughs> or I got a better solution. Give the girl time enough to where she can take that seven or eight inch heel and pleasure the dude's prostate real quick with that shit. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, well that's violent. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just saying, if he's coming out using the R word like that on her, yeah, he deserves every inch. God damn, god damn. But like, ladies listening to this, y'all watching on the streams, like, send us some more DMs. Like, I want to see some more shit. Like, I'm cool with putting niggas on blast and and talking shit and just showcasing the bullshit that happens out here because to a lot of guys out here, they hear y'all talk about this stuff, but it ain't real to them. They don't see it. But but we got to put it out there on front screen, get it, get get really put it out there in, in terms of what the fuck is happening. But, um, you know, I definitely want to turn this corner right back to not me, but us men <laughs> a little bit. Um, and, guys, I really wanted to know, like, <sighs> I guess who, like, I really want to, like, tell me about, like, uh, okay, Mike, Mike Biggs, do you have any... <laughs> Do, do you have any, like, actual in real life, like, transamorous friends? Like, do you know any guys in real life that you, like, kick it with? Nope. Yeah. Mike, you know Trail. Did you know anybody before Trail? Uh, no, but now I know Trail and Roy. Shout out to Roy, mm-hmm. who says, uh, by the way, says he is trash. <laughs> I don't know why he's doing that, but. Roy, I'm pretty <laughs> sure some of the girls that say different. <laughs> there you go, man. There you go. Uh yeah, uh ladies, again, y'all 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 think I'm playing about this shit. Y'all in the comments asking, yes. D okay, direct message, sit, take a screenshot of your DMs. Some of the shit that the guys are saying. Take a screenshot, send it to the show. I'm just gonna start putting that shit out there randomly. We're not going to show any body parts. We're not going to show any faces. You can send me that stuff with the faces in it, but it will be blurred when we show it. Just know that. But that's just because I don't want my account to get snatched by YouTube and Google. So that's just, uh, you know, standards and practices shit. Mm-hmm. So um, anywho, it's it's just I, I, I love, not I love, but I just really, like community is important for us, but like the way I really just want to, be clear about like the way that our community is situated mm-hmm. and right now it's you know it's it's we might know one or two guys that we can call and talk to if we need if we had something going on in our lives but you know having that friend that we can go have a beer with is a rarity in this space it is a rarity 
where like trans women be like, hey, I'm about to go hit the club with me and my girls. We're about to go do this, about to go get brunch, about to go blah, 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 whatever. Like ladies, y'all got that community. Y'all got friends that y'all can hit up. But like for us, we just don't, it's, we don't have that. We don't have that real life. You know, it's, it's not a part of our real life in the way that it is for you um, all the time. And that's just largely due to how small our community is. I think it'll grow. And I think at some point the community is going to grow and, you know, cis men dating trans women is going to be so normalized that this shit ain't, isn't even going to be necessary. It's just going to be irrelevant. And I'm totally okay with that. I mean, that happens almost everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, let's be real. Even in... I, I, I don't think that it's going to happen anytime soon only because you still have gay and lesbian kids out there having coming out stories in 2020, 2021. So if there's still, if, if that very visible, that very, let's just say mainstream part of the community is still having that struggle, it's still having a struggle with, you know, rejection from family and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just going to take a lot longer for um, trans lives to be, humanized in the way that they should be and men having relationships with women in the trans community to be normalized. But trust me, it is my dream for this shit, for me to not have to have to do this shit at all. And, you know, this is just what the fuck men do and ain't nobody got shit to say about it. It's all Gucci. Ain't nobody getting disowned by their family, by their friends, whatever. You know, Um, but again, ladies, we, we can really use your help in this. You know, share it. This conversation tonight, share it with all, share it with all the niggas you know, yeah, I, all the I, niggas you fuck with. Just, just send them, a, send them the link, and, and I mean, let them just sit and listen. I mean, to kind of expand off of what you were talking about with a lot of gay, lesbian, trans kids, and everything like that that have been disowned by family and everything like that. I can actually speak to that being true. That it still happens because I was literally just down at the new york city piers by christopher street um like just earlier last week right well no just early this week actually yeah um so oh, anybody, explain for the non-new york people that, what that's what i was about to get about? to okay. yeah so so we don't know christopher street christopher street in new york city for anybody that doesn't know is historically an lgbtq hotspot. um it's actually where stonewall pretty much originated, you know, with Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera throwing the first high heels <laughs> at the police. <laughs> um, and basically, oh, no problem. Yeah, so, and basically over the years, it's become a place where, you know, if you're young and part of the LGBTQ community and your parents disown you and you have nowhere to go, you end up going down to the piers and that's where everybody kind of feels like family together. And a lot of these houses in the ballroom scene originated from those piers. Mm. So I was just there just last Monday and Tuesday, and there are still plenty of young LGBTQ people that are down there. You know, some of them likely living at the piers. And if you, want to know a little bit more about that there's a movie on netflix called saturday church 
and mm. they can definitely expand on that. But also, if you want to go further back, check out the movie, documentary, whatever you want to call it, Paris is Burning. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Stonewall. Is that a book? Yeah. Or is that a yeah. movie? Yeah. Oh, it's a book. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't read books. I can't read. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uh, interesting. Part of it, Jasmine uh, Fazul says, last time I shared this with a guy, he thought I wanted him. <laughs> Eye rolling emoji. <laughs> I didn't foresee that side effect. Uh, eek. I, I, well, then, okay, let's ramp it back to just, look, I'm going to just be real. Y'all listen to the last stream that we did with the conversations from community. It's a lot of women in this community that know a just share it with your trade. You got trade, share the link with trade. Okay. Like just send it to these niggas, help them grow. You know, this, it, it, it can't hurt to have these dudes listening to other men that like what they like. And maybe it might help them grow beyond wanting to only be trade and maybe wanting to be Bay. <laughs> so, you know, I think I know guys in our men's groups, that started out as trade and you know grew from there and really started to work on themselves and you know situated their lives in a way that was amenable for you know meaningful healthy relationship and you know those i I can definitely say one of them is very very deep into a relationship right now and it's just you know look i i okay fair enough i look y'all Y'all know Trey more than me. Y'all know Trey better than me. Jasmine is saying the trade be in their feelings. Cool. I don't know that because I've never been trade. I don't know anything about that. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I guess send, that's some shit I didn't know. Send your trade, the Men Like Us podcast, Trans Talk for Men, and the Real Talk podcast. They'll get some real there talk for their ass. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All that shit. But I just, I just think it's a huge... I think it's a key component of, you know, leveling men up is really just getting the message in front of them. And sadly enough, the guys are not in front of me. They're in front of you. (laughs) Y'all are running into dudes all the time. Yo, all right, you just jumped in my DMs trying to holler at me. Okay, well, listen to this link and get back at me in a few months. Like, Mm -hmm. here's this, here's this link to this podcast. Here's this link to this conversation. Oh, you know what? You should go talk to these guys and join this Facebook group, whatever else. That is something I will say. I will give credit to a lot of women in the trans community. Um, they have been sending men to our men's only group. And, you know, I know quite a few guys in there that's like, oh, yeah, such as told me to join this group, man. And, yeah, I love, I'm loving it. I'm loving, you know, because our group is judgment free. Guys can share. They can ask questions, whatever the fuck they want, you know, Um because it is a place for men to grow in a fellowship. So, <sighs> but anywho, oh. well, hold on a second. We got more to the, to Jasmine's story. It says I invited his ass to Thanksgiving as a friend. A friend, I roll emoji. Uh, definitely done. Been there before. <laughs> invited I'm, a friend. I'm guessing. Uh, he, I'm guessing he didn't want to just be friends. Oh, uh, look, see, really, why, uh, really, I, I see you're choosing violence tonight with your comment. She said, maybe put it in a rap song or something. Um, I think she probably choosing did, violence. 
I think I think that may have been because you know she said he's just a friend. You know? There you go. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know. There are rappers that there's there's a, there's a gang of niggas in music entertainment. There's so many men out there who have sex with are attracted to women in the trans community. They just are super DL, and that's you know that's another side of this, really. Um. I don't think people understand how serious this DL mindset is for a lot of men. Like, at least for me, I was in a situation where, like Mike said, I would have went to my grave with that shit. Like, I was, it, it, the most important thing to me was keeping the secret. I was here to keep the secret, not tell anybody at all. I remember I liked some Instagram posts of some like trans porn stars on. Yeah, I liked some of their Instagram posts. And then I had a uh, 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 let's just say I had a relative hit me up, said, oh, shit, man. I see you like this. So you're like me. And I'm sitting there playing dumb. Like, no, nah, man, I ain't like I don't know what you're talking about, man. Like, uh, uh-uh. and I went and I played dumb. I, I denied my way through that conversation and I unfollowed all the trans porn stars porn stars like I, I I left myself hanging there and I, I clipped all that up but it was just like the 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 desire the need the drive for these guys who are DL to really keep their secret is strong as fuck and I really I think sometimes you know I don't want I don't want women I don't want y'all like if you feel like you're you, you deal with so many guys who are DL you're getting a false sense of security because you're around these DL guys, but these DL niggas is DL and keeping their secret is like serious for them. Very fucking serious. Obviously we know that because of a lot of the murders, but you know, it it really is like top priority for a lot of these guys to keep their secret. I'm not saying it's everybody jumps to violence, but I can speak for myself where that was a priority in my life was for nobody to ever know that I liked trans women, period. I got one point in my life, I was like, no, no, Mike, you go, you go. Uh, I was like, I was always the rebellious type growing mm-hmm. up. I always was. I was told not to get tattoos. I got them. Piercings, I got them. Dreads, I got them. So, but for the most part, I was kind of open, but I was, I didn't have all the information because, um, I used to make shirts be like um, trans amorous. Like I used to do that shit. I used to wear that shit around. That's what's up. Of course, certain family members had a problem with it, but you know, being rebellious, you don't you don't really give a fuck. <laughs> so it was like yeah. um, the only thing that I realized was I didn't know how the trans women out there felt towards my shirt. You feel me? Or whatever mm-hmm. I was writing on that shit. So after a while, I stopped wearing it and shit. But like. I pretty much made it known <laughs> to an extent, but um, it was more of lack of information. Like that's really fucking important mm. information. Like that's that's key. And it's not even a fucking joke. Like like when you don't have the information, you make decisions solely based on emotion. Mm-hmm. You give yourself some terrible fucking decisions, terrible fucking places you lead yourself into. And um, after a while, I just had to step back, look at the people I was hanging my, hanging around and really wonder, 
do they really fucks with me? Like, are they really about this shit? You feel me? And when I can literally, honestly, and truly say, they don't fucks with me. They own some bullshit. It was easier for me to say, even if I grew up with them, I don't fucks with you. Because the way I view that shit is, like, if I keep some toxic people in my life, I will never have enough space for genuine people. So if it means I got to be alone for a while, so be it. I'll deal with it. So I don't know why I said this shit. I just fucking said it. No, that's, <laughs> man. Like, that's real talk. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, man. Sharing some real shit. But that's what we're here to do, man. We're here to share our experiences so that guys out there understand, you know, how, how this shit really roll. Like, because there's a lot of guys who they got no information, no knowledge, and they just, they're a blank slate. Yeah. And you got to have some knowledge before you step out here. You got to know certain things. And also this, these kinds of conversations that we have, um, you know, it is, it just helps prevent people from going to the wrong, you know, going in the wrong direction. Mm. So I'm sorry, Mike, uh, Brooklyn, you can go ahead, man. It's cutting off. I know. Yeah. I mean, I I was just going to say before, like, um, I mean, you know, it kind of relates to what you said, but also kind of some real shit, like what Mike Biggs just said and everything like that. Um, back before, like, like this is a while before I was actually open about my attraction. Um, I guess you could call it the DL stage or something like that, Mm -hmm. but I had a friend come over my place one time. Like, you know, this kid is like, almost like family to me like I, I consider him like a cousin um and we stopped by my apartment that i had at the time because you know like i was living in jersey and i had my own crib um and we went there and i didn't realize that on my laptop i left a tab open to some trans porn oh shit mm-hmm. and he was like yo can i look something up on your computer real quick and i was like yeah sure go ahead he opens up the computer, T.S. Madison. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he he was like, and basically kind of like the whole thing of like, you know, a lot of the cishet community thinking like we're gay and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, his first words was like, yo, you gay? Like, that was his first words. And like me, I'm just like... I'm, I'm just like nah. That was a like 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 like, like that was a pop up that came up. It was on there, you, you know, trying to like deny the shit and everything. Because like I said at the time, I, I wasn't open with who I was. You know, I wasn't living my truth, so to speak. Mm. You know that that was back in like 2010 and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, time for a little admission. I was a member of BigDickBitch.com probably two or three times in my life. During like two or three months, I don't know. Shout out to T.S. Madison. Yeah, look, she was the only black American one out there doing it, and mm. all the other black ones was like Brazilian. I'm like, I can't even relate to this shit. Like, this is weird. Like, can we just get some regular black chicks on here? Mm. So whatever. Shout out to T.S. Madison, by the way. Um, and you know what, man? Like that should happen to me too, bro. Like, and I, I think I told the story in either trans talk for men or somewhere I, I told it before but it was like uh and i was living in a frat house in college i remember yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i had the roommate and it was just like 
and, and guys in frat houses, we're very, we can be very grotesque in terms of like how open we are about like, I don't know. It's just guys, it's just guys being really dumb. But anywho, uh, my, my roommate went out. My roommate was like, yeah, I'm about to go take a shot. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to go jerk it to some porn. And like guys like talk like that in a frat house. And so anywho, I was, uh, I was true to my word. I was getting on the, on the, on my desktop watching some porn, but he came in, he came, he forgot something, came back in and saw me watching the shit. And then like, I, I, I quick closed it out, but I said, bro, I told you I was about to do this shit. What the fuck? Like <laughs> you thought I was lying. nigga. I said, I was going to do it. Yeah, so he went back, took the shower, and I, I, I said, I opened the tab back up and went and went and finished, finished off whatever else. But um, uh, at the time, I, I did have a girlfriend, and but I used to have to like drive an hour or two away to go visit her because she was going to college in a different city. And um, so then I went to go, I went to go visit my girlfriend for the weekend. Came back. And I came back home, and my uh, the background on my desktop was like of a it was gay porn, and like I had all these like gay porn pictures loaded up on my computer, and I'm like ha 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 funny guys funny, and it was like well, okay well I guess they think that I'm gay now fine, and you know I just kind of brushed it off because I didn't think it would blow up into nothing, but um, I later found out that my roommate. This nigga went around to the sororities telling, like, yeah, he gay. He watched this, he watched this gay porn. I'm I was I was his roommate. I, I know he's watching gay porn. Mm. So now I got all these girls across campus that I think, you know, is it I'm I have access to or in these different sorority houses. And then I'm like, okay. Um, and I remember I was at a sorority house and we I was up in one of the girls' rooms and we was just kicking it, and she was like, so such and such said that you watch gay porn. Is that true? And I'm like, what the fuck? No, nigga, I don't watch gay porn. Cause I never considered trans porn gay porn. Like I never oh, I, I still see myself as a heterosexual male, so I ain't nothing. But anywho, it was just like <clears throat> it, it was just a whole thing. And it was just like, really? So not only was niggas, you know, sharing shit, but then niggas just run around. Sneaking around, like telling shit, telling on me and shit, fucking up my whole social romantic life over this shit. And um, I was definitely salty about it, but I didn't find out about that shit until like two years after it happened. So it was like my last year in college when that shit, when I found out about it. And that nigga was running around. And by that time, he had already graduated. So I couldn't like roll up on him. Right. (laughs) But it was, it was, it was, it was kind of whack. It was definitely whack that that shit was happening behind my back. And people that said it was my homies was really thinking certain things about me and didn't want to come talk to me about the shit. They went and ran telling women about my shit. Yeah, but so. I guarantee you, is motherfuckers like that that are also watching it, but watching it on the DL. Because mm-hmm. what is one of the most searched porn titles out there? Trans porn. That's like that's like almost number one in the, in the porn search engines. Like for real? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It's, okay. It's Got to interrupt this conversation with all this soul food shit. Yes, <laughs> I like soul food. God damn it. Uh, Jazz Jasmine B Ebony was saying I didn't. Yes, I like soul food. I don't know what. I love soul food. 
uh, black people, we got to do better. <laughs> we can't be judging each other off of how we talk. You can't be like, I mean, well, he don't like soul food because he talked like this. Yo, I mean, Not sure, how it I, is. Yo, I was in ATL five years and I gained weight before I got back here. So, of course, I was yeah. some fucking soul food. I couldn't get no good pizza down there. <laughs> well, you know, that's the thing. In the South, soul food is just food. Like well, even even white people eat grits down there. Like everybody, oh, yeah, eat, yeah, yeah. But I'm from New York. I never had a fucking grit until I got to Butter on that South. thing too. Yeah, so I, I never got no fucking cheese grits until I got to Atlanta. Oh yeah, <laughs> shout out to Waffle House. <laughs> exactly, oh, yeah. Waffle House. But yeah, uh, Ray was saying I don't see trans porn as gay porn either. I don't think anybody really does. But I mean, let's be real. You know, the whole reason why there is a coming out story for guys who are trans attracted is because that the world still views trans women as men and they still view men who date them, who are attracted to them in any way as gay. I yo, mean, I, that's just where we're at in society right now. Yo, I got stuck in a, in a, in a text message debate with a friend of mine since 2014 while I was at fucking work today. Like, you know, he's over there trying to tell me, oh, you know, they can't deny the science. Trans women are men, blah, blah, They're born men. They stay men. And I'm like, go ahead with that shit. <laughs> like, the fuck out my text message. <laughs> that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. People that don't know what the fuck. It's always the motherfuckers that don't know what the fuck they talking about. Coming out with the, but I know, you, I know the science. Can't deny the science. I don't know. It's whack. Shit is whack as fuck, man. One thing I noticed is when you mm. entertain that shit, it gives them more fuel to keep doing that shit. When you mm. absolutely don't give a fuck, mm. the fuck they got on you. Don't was, he, didn't, he didn't realize he was talking to a troll master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. man, I don't give space to any bullshit. And, you know, uh, I, I talk to my mom all the time still, but you know, she, she'll, when I, for example, you know, I find myself in a situation where I was really stressed out and some of it had to do with the trans community. Cause I mean, guys, this, this journey is not all, it's not all sweet sweetness out here. You know, there is some stress, you know, coming from judgment and non-support and, and some other bullshit, but you know, I was sharing that with my mom and she was, you know, then I, I was sharing and then she started in on her like, well, you know, I don't really think you should be over there in that community anyways. And this is this, this. And she just started in on her bullshit. And I'm like, dude, stop. I'm like, I called you for support. Don't start up with that shit. Don't even include that shit. Just say, Chris, I hear you. I support you and, and offer a decent take about whatever the fuck it is, which her take really was, you know, Made sense, which was like, nigga, you don't have to do this. You do realize you don't have to like put up with certain people and their bullshit, right? Like you don't have to, which is you know completely correct. Which is why I am not anymore. So, uh, but you know, I'm just saying, like, even when I talk to my mom, like, I give, I don't give an inch. You can't start up with they, they confuse, they men, none of. You can't start up with any of that shit with me because I'm gonna stop you right there in your tracks. You cannot go off on your bullshit with whatever. Not it's it's not accepted here. So if I'm not accepting that from my mama, facts. I ain't accepting that from nobody. Facts. Okay. So that's what it really is, man. That's that's really what it gives, bro. So 
Anywho, guys, um, we've been at this for an hour and a half, and we definitely need to wrap. But uh, before we wrap, uh, since this is, you know, I guess an educational sharing show. Uh, oh, yeah, my dad said he got two daughters years ago. That's all I needed. Yeah, love that. Love that. Um, so, yeah, before we go, since this is that educational show where we're just sharing some shit that f- fellas need to know, fellas, there are podcasts out there for you to listen to that isn't, that's not this one. You know, there is the Real Talk podcast mm-hmm. hosted by our friend Mike Brooklyn. Thank you. Um, there is the Marsha's Plate Black Trans mm-hmm. podcast. Check it out. Um, stay in as long as you can. I, I couldn't stay in that long because, you know, Not sometimes yo. there are less than favorable opinions shared about men. And I'm like, I can't listen. Yeah. It, it grates on me a little bit, but there is some good shit on there. So definitely check it out, fellas. No, you get, got to give props. Shout out to Z and Mia. For sure. And I'm throwing out a shout out to Diamond Styles. <laughs> you know, she's doing her thing out here. She just got the COVID vaccine. So. Oh, as soon as she got the COVID vaccine, she was like, where to trade at? <laughs> like, no, you got to wait a couple of weeks after the second shot. You can't just jump back into it. Ladies, wait two Yo. weeks. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> uh, the Box Number 512 podcast, Grown Black Trans Woman Talk with Aon and the Lioness. Um, definitely a dope uh, podcast. I've, I've recently gotten really back into this one. There is an episode in there. I, I implore everyone to check it out. Um, it is called. It is episode fifty-two, I believe. And um, I'm gonna just bring it up real quick. Um, I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show everybody what it is real quick. I'm gonna just share my screen. Stop that other screen share and. Yeah, I think it's that one, isn't it? I'm sorry. Give me one second, y'all, because mm-hmm. I really want I want to show this so everybody knows exactly what fucking I, there it is. Yeah, it's all good, bro. I ain't working tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right? Is it that one? I thought it was Secret Society. Okay, maybe it is their Secret Society episode. Yeah. So, um, it fuck is episode. Movie. Yeah, fuck that movie. Episode fifty-two, and it is titled "Stop Exploiting Black Trans." And, um, you know, the reason why this episode is so special is stop exploiting black trans pain. And they talk about, you know, secret society. And they also talk about um, Lil Nas X, which I think that's the episode because they talk about Lil Nas X at the beginning of it. But then on the back half of the episode. um, Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. It is that one. Yep. So they talk about. Oh, no. Nope, this is it. I'm sorry. Episode 51. My bad. My bad. Episode 51. Um, Episode 51 is super dope. I recommend everybody fucking listen to this episode of this podcast. Um, It starts off with the little Nas X thing. You can probably skip through that and get about 23-ish minutes in there. But um, the lioness is, is, she's married. And what she did in this episode was she highlighted a lot of the realities 
of being of a trans woman being in a marriage with a cis man. And she really highlighted a lot of realities that she had to learn herself when it came to her partner's life. Like when you get married, when you with somebody and you get married, like you're merging your life with someone else's life. That man had a life and had relationships before he ever met you. Obligations, frat life, whatever. And she really put out there very plainly, like how she, the mindset she had to put herself in to be successful at navigating relationships around his fraternity brothers, these ball, these, these black tie events, family cookout stuff. Like there's all these net uh, uh, relationships that you have to navigate in situations that you will find yourself in as a, as a trans woman married that like, I think a lot of women just haven't really pictured like everybody wants the storybook wedding and relationship and happily ever after. But she really detailed a lot of the work that goes in to that and a lot of the things that come with it, you know, um, and, 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 and how she grew to, 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 to really be, I don't know, like to really, to really, I don't know how she grew to really like, you know, accept certain realities and really kind of, you know, find herself, put herself in a position and like kind of take power yeah. and navigate certain situations. So anywho, shout out to Samaya, shout out to the lioness. Um, everybody, please check out that episode. It is very important. Guys, yeah. listen to it. it. She's telling some fucking truth there. Ladies, if you hope to be married, if you want that happily ever after, this will probably help get you past a lot of headaches that you didn't know were coming and put you in a mindset to actually, you know, make this shit work because, you know, I, I, let's just say a lot of people learn a lot of shit in life and not everybody learns how to be the perfect mate. Not, not everybody's raised to be a good partner. So, you know, that there's some really real, real shit in that episode. I'm going to show it one more time. Box 512, uh, Box 512 podcast, grown black trans woman talk with Aeon and the Lioness, episode 51, women as the default part three, compromising positions. And I don't know what the Montero is his name part. Montero but. is his name is because Montero uh, is Lil Nas X's oh, Okay, there you go. Montero, little Nas X. I don't, yeah, I'm, that's old. What I was just doing. I'm old. I don't follow music. Bro. Yo, all I'm saying, like, like, yo, I'm definitely going to listen to that episode, but yo, Props to Lil Nas X. I completely mm -hmm. appreciate everything he's done lately as far as putting out the message that he was putting out. But also, man, I respect the petty level so much. Yeah. No, no. Lil Nas X is, is um, where Lil Nas X is, is where more young black men should be. And I wish, I wish, um, our community pushed our young men to express themselves without fear of judgment and to really just be who they are instead of trying to be this predefined version of what a black man is. So I, that's why, that's why I love what he was doing just because I saw a young black man be free. Mm. And that's why, you know, I saw Zay, um, she did a, a transformation Tuesday, but it hit me where I live because I saw, a little black boy grow up to be a beautiful woman. And it was her baby picture to like a toddler picture to adulthood. And I'm just like, look at it. It was, a, it was the freedom, the freedom that to, to express yourself, to grow, to be what you were meant to be. 
and not what society's determined is acceptable mm-hmm. for you to be. And, um, you know, that shit is like super fucking dope. And it's not, it's rare as fuck in the black community. We really got to do better at, at raising our, our young men and our, our, our young boys to really grow to be who they, who they want to be. We have to do a better job at that because we are raising some broken, toxic men who cannot express themselves. We don't know how to deal with emotions. We have to go through years of, un, un, of unprogramming to even reconcile ourselves with you know, still, you know, uh, I'm sorry, reconcile, reconcile ourselves with our attraction to trans women. Like, I have to go through all this deprogramming mentally to be like, yo, I'm still a man and I'm secure in the fact that I'm still a man, but I still like these kinds of women. When right. the, our community tells you, you ain't no real black man and you ain't no role model. Don't nobody want, 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 want their kids to be like you. You shouldn't be like that. You should be like this. This is what a black man should be. And it's just like, Got to get rid of all that bullshit. We have to get rid of all that bullshit because our, our young black men are suffering. And by extension, our black women, cis and trans, are suffering because we're just putting out all these broken individuals. We but just see, are. But see, this is the reason why the Transformation Tuesday doesn't really bother me because I know for some people it does because they're just thinking like, Oh wait, I don't want to see the boy picture because I'm attracted to you as a woman, stuff like that. But it doesn't bother me because of the fact that I've actually looked at several of these before and afters. Mm-hmm. And the one consistent thing that I see in almost every single one is when you look at the previous picture, the before, you see somebody that's not happy. Yep. You can see like in the eyes that they're yep. they're miserable because they're not mm-hmm. living their truth. And then once you see the after picture. It's like a new day. Like, mm, that's uh, facts right there. So that that's why it doesn't bother me. I'm just like, oh, you know, I, I see exactly where you're going with that. That's what's up. Facts, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Real facts. And fellas, you know, really, that's really fucked up of you if you don't like to see the before pictures. If you avoid the before pictures, you still got some work to do on yourself because you still have some lingering pieces of homophobia. You're, you still haven't really figure it out that liking a a woman from the trans community doesn't mean that you're gay or it doesn't mean that you're less of a man. Like a lot of guys see that as evidence that is against what they have started to try to believe. But like, it's you guys, you gotta, you kind of, you have to continue to do the work because that shit should not bother you. Should not bother you at all. These women have a pass, just like you got a pass. Everybody's got a pass. Yeah. You have to accept that shit. Yep. So you, please, you are. If you have a problem with the before pictures, you that's not right. You like, are wrong. You need to change. Go ahead, bro. Like, how I personally view that is if you can only look at the like most recent process they're going through, mm-hmm. you know, in their life, and not appreciate before. You don't really see them for who they are. You feel me? Because that that's a whole lifetime of starting from something that you're uncomfortable with and then mm-hmm. you no, know, just just building who the fuck you are. And if you can look at the person and be like, yo, I can't really do it. You don't you don't appreciate that person. Mm-hmm. And what's the point in talking to that person to begin with if you can appreciate who the fuck they are? Like, mm-hmm. why waste your time? Like Getting to know somebody if you're not going to appreciate like who you're speaking to, because like 
everything in life comes with a process and and, and, and and a transition. So if like if someone takes the step to change their entire way of living to be who the fuck they are, and you can't appreciate that shit. In my just personal opinion, you don't need to be dealing with that person. Mm-hmm. You might be toxic for them. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck on? Like or maybe. maybe you need to do some internalized, you know, like investigation, see what the fuck's going on with you first before you deal with that person. So mm-hmm. listen to all of that, ladies. If you're if this dude that you fucking with can't stand to see your before pictures or he just can't look at it, that's a that's a huge red flag. That is a red flag. Red flag all day. Um Roy was saying we have to Roy Plump commenting mm-hmm. saying we have to appreciate the start, the middle, yeah. and the end of their transition. Yeah. And you know, I would say there is no end. They're always growing. There's this is an ongoing journey that doesn't end until we die. Yeah, but that's everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's I, I say we like we're all yeah. you know, women, especially in the trans community, a lot of times they're still growing you know, mentally and maturity wise and everybody's growing mentally and maturity wise. And we're becoming a lot more confident in ourselves and, you know, and who we are, who we are really are. And, um, you know, it just takes time, but it's always going to be a process. Like when whatever part in her life that you meet her, she ain't going to stay there forever. Mm. You know, the transition just don't stop. It really don't. You know, okay, yeah, she got her titties done. That ain't there. there there's so much transitioning happening upstairs mm-hmm. that just it never really ends. It, it so. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're with a cis woman or a trans woman. There's more mm-hmm. to the woman than the D cups that are in her bra. <laughs> Facts. Facts. <laughs> oh yes, and so true. Not only I'm sorry, Misha says um so true not only in our transition but in our general lives correct correct and you know like this is the kind of shit like when women sit around and talk about trans amorous men at like they know us like this right here this is who the fuck we are this is our level of understanding this is how we really feel we share nothing but honest opinions on here all the time if if there's anybody out there having conversation about trans amorous men and they're not watching this shit, then they don't know trans amorous men. Yep. They don't know what the fuck we really think and how we really feel. And they're, they're not willing to take in the nuance of the people that we are. So, um, you know, I, I definitely believe that that needs to be said and that just is what it is. But, um, Guys, we are going to wrap for tonight. This has been a totally dope show. Um, I really appreciate you guys taking the time out. And, um, you know, thank you for sharing so much. You know, I think we really shared some honest shit here today that could help somebody. It's a really valuable show. So, ladies, please do us the, the, the service of sharing the show out with the guys that you know. We need, we need more reach. Um, we definitely need to reach more men. So, um, before we go... I want to show one more thing and then we can, I know it's one more screen share. We got to, we got to do this again. Then we are obligated to do this. Wait, oh, fuck. Okay. Chrome tab. There we go. All right. 
Again, before we go, everybody, this is a reminder. Please, please, please help out my friend Anastasia. Ladies in the community, she needs your help. She is a member of your community. Please help her, you know, send some money her way, even if it's 10, 20, whatever, however many dollars you got, send something to help this woman, um, you know, stay off the street. Some things happened in her life recently. You can read it on on the um, GoFundMe page, but just some things happened abruptly. And, you know, she's kind of in a tough spot. So, you know, I don't want to see my friend put out in the street. And that's why I'm sharing this. I want to see her find a great, a decent place to live, have a roof over her head. So she ain't out there, you know, struggling. So everybody, please donate. Um, You can find the link. You can find the link to this GoFundMe in the Men Like Us Instagram account. Um, The Instagram account, it's in the bio. The link is in the bio on on the Instagram account. I've also shared this to my personal Facebook page. Um, I shared this in the T-Valley group. If you're watching from T-Valley. I shared um, it also. Yep. yep. Mike has been sharing it out. Everybody, please share this out. Get get the word out. Donate. Help out. This is a member of our community that needs help. And we should fucking help. Um, so, all right. With that out the way, everybody, please <clears throat> subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook. Um, like us. Oh, we got a new Twitter account. Like us on Twitter. We are going to be having clubhouse style conversations on Twitter. We're going to be having some real motherfucking conversations out there. Follow the men like us podcast on Twitter. Get on it. Get on it. Get on it. You don't Mm -hmm. want to miss out on the conversation. Ladies, this is your chance to talk to us directly and share your ideas and conversation with us. This is the Men Like Us podcast. It's just men on here, but on there, everybody's invited. So follow Men Like Us on on Twitter and be ready for some real fucking talk. And with that, I think we are done. Um, Mike, Brooklyn. All right, right, right. Don't don't forget, y'all follow the uh, Real Talk podcast where he has, Mike Brooklyn has real motherfucking talk. (laughs) <laughs> all major streaming platforms and i share it all at mike brooklyn on twitter but i also share the men like us podcast trans talk for men which i put that on twitter the other night by the way when i was listening to it <laughs> dope, dope. yeah and also i share podcasts from places like home video hustle what were they thinking podcast everything i learned from movies which are entertainment podcasts where if you're a movie buff or whatever you can you know, learn something about movies that you didn't know before. And like I said, everybody I show the love to. So, you know, definitely follow me there and you'll be able to learn a lot of real fucking shit. That's what's up. That's good shit. Um, and I guess that's it, y'all. We're going to see y'all next episode. Thanks for joining us tonight. Deuces.